Hello, everyone, and welcome to What, what a, a Pitch, the podcast where people pitch made-up movies, brought to you by the Pandering Talk Channel. I'm one of your hosts, Dan Cutler, and I'm joined, as always, by my all my co-host, fucking... <laughs> I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, my little brother, Sean. The time has come. The world awaits the finale of What a Pitch 37. As you know, my wife refers to you as Uncle Sean in my house. There is not a holiday that goes by that they and you don't send well wishes, but the time has come. Legacy awaits. Oh I told you years ago that I was going to fulfill my promise to Jordan. I swore <laughs> that we would reach and manifest the best pitch in the episode that is 37. I say this out of love, but you must co-host. Do not leave the podcast idle. You have a very important role to play. Dangler can't be played by no other. I hope that you join the Zoom call and fulfill your destiny. My co-host is Sean Dangler, everybody. Wow. That was amazing. Uh, that was oddly too accurate to the, uh, the Vin Diesel to the Rock post. That was amazing how much effort you put into that. that yeah, for, awesome. those, for those who do not know, uh, I've also dated this podcast because this is the first time we're recording since this instagram post came out but vin <laughs> diesel put out this really weird awkward instagram post like basically begging the rock to come back and do fast and the furious 10 mm-hmm. and the picture is an edited picture where the rock and vin diesel are standing next to each other but vin diesel has very obviously been made to look taller and as big if not bigger than the rock yeah that is a true fact that actually happened and yeah. it's wild uh what i don't know what a power move in my opinion what a power move yeah and i was i was just like i gotta do this to sean this has to be the next (laughs) it was amazing i love it yeah well it's not just sean and i we have a very special guest uh he's a buddy of mine from college uh he is mediocre at fantasy football but somehow made the playoffs and he's a theater major who now works in the industry insurance industry quote as it should be according to him (laughs) (laughs) it's jacob durs anderson hey jake how's it going hey it's going pretty well thank you for introducing me and thank you for having me here on the show long time listener first time caller (laughs) <laughs> nice thank you oh my gosh i can't wait to to have like a live phone line and just like have people call in and we just, <laughs> that'd be great yeah all right well. guys i have a very important question what's it's, that question dan it's december it's our december episode so my very important question well first off do both of you celebrate christmas that's my very important question i do yeah, yes i do yes all right then my second, more important question is, what do you want for Christmas? Oh. I know what I put on my list. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I put a hose. Because <laughs> <laughs> I am a homeowner, and my hose that I currently have, like, broke, and then I tried to fix it, and it fucking sucks. So I just want a new hose. Don't worry. I put an iron because <laughs> there you go i'm also an adult and i realize you know what it would be nice to have not wrinkly clothes from time yeah. to time that's a good i should have put that on my list honestly i've been thinking about an iron for like i'm like why haven't i not why haven't i got one yet basically it, yeah it seems like a good investment that i wouldn't actually go and buy but you know if someone got it for me there you then, go maybe i'd use it yeah i put the new pokemon game uh <laughs> nice. 
What one like is it? A, uh, it's called Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Those are the new games. <laughs> are those remakes of Diamond yes. and Pearl from before? Yeah. Okay. And I never played those games. So that I'm oh, that'll be nice. Going in pretty fresh. I'm excited. Definitely different, you know, types of uh, gifts there. You know. Oh yeah, there's definitely a disconnect. <laughs> I am a homeowner. I'm just an irresponsible homeowner. <laughs> you just rather sit around while your hose didn't work and your hose are wrinkly, and just play Pokemon. Catch well, them. Got to catch them all. I, 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 okay. The hose is one thing, especially because like my wife and I are gardening uh, more. No. Like the hose is very important. I don't care about wrinkly clothes. Like I'll just like I hang my clothes. I'll show up if there's some wrinkles. I'm like, eh, I'm fat. Like wrinkles aren't <laughs> going to be the first thing people notice. That <laughs> uh, makes sense. You know, it's not like my life is going to get any better because I ironed my clothes. It, 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 for me, I'm just thinking it might make me feel like, Hey, look at that. I'm doing an adult thing. I'm ironing. Look at me. Wow. That's fair. I have nothing else to say. <laughs> I don't know why I started a podcast. I'm really bad at this. <laughs> you know, you uh, you mentioned Christmas, and then I realized this is your December episode, and I apologize. I, I don't think I came up with the Christmas movie. So it's all right. We're going to have to wait another year. Yeah, it's okay. Dan, I don't think I've asked you this before, and Jacob, you can also partake in this. Um, do you guys believe Die Hard is a Christmas movie? And from your heart, don't give me this fucking bullshit of people who say it on purpose. I personally do not believe it is, but I'm, I don't know. I'm just curious. <clears throat> I have heard good arguments for it. Okay. But I have never personally thought, oh, yeah, that's one of the movies <laughs> I have to put on my list to watch this season. Exactly. <clears throat> I've actually thought about this a good amount because, like, uh, on, like, a surface level, you have to say no because just because a movie takes place during Christmas doesn't make it a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Like, by that aspect, Iron Man 3 is a Christmas movie. <laughs> it's not, you know? Like, yeah. but... Like, a Christmas movie also has to be not necessarily about Christmas, Christmas, but, like, about the values of Christmas. Mm -hmm. And I I think there there could be an argument made about how, like, Die Hard is about him, like, reconnecting with his wife and trying to, like, rebuild his family. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, about family. Yeah. But it's really not, so... (laughs) So it's a Fast and Furious spinoff then if it's about family? (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually kind of surprised that uh, Bruce Willis is not in a Fast and the Furious movie, honestly. That is surprising. Mm -hmm. He he would fit the role. I would love it. I mean, mean, he's not a pro wrestler. And the the pro wrestler to Fast and Furious pipeline is a... That is Tunnet The Rock... Yeah, Roman Reigns, Roman and now, Reigns, and John Cena. Oh, John Cena. Okay, yeah, but Roman yep. Reigns—they like cut his lines and uh, Hobbs and Shaw. He's still for sure. in it. I bet he <laughs> yeah, but like, edits. But he's like, what he is, but he's way in it more than he should be for a guy who doesn't speak in the movie. So Sean, it's like he obviously got his lines cut. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, is Roman Reigns in Fast and Furious uh, more than you are? 
Yes, he is. Then he's in the Fast and the Furious. What? Yeah, I'm saying, but he's not like uh, The Rock or John Cena, you know, because they actually say words and drive the plot. You know? Oh, but he's there. He's there. Yeah, well. And Bruce Willis isn't. That's true. I feel like Bruce Willis could definitely be someone's like estranged father. It couldn't be. It couldn't be Dom's because we all know that you know his his father died and lives. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know they're not they're not <laughs> above bringing dead people back. So <laughs> I think it'd be crazy if he was Statham's dad. Ooh, and, and just like Helen Mirren, like had a son with Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> that actually would be amazing. Was Statham? He was in the Expendables, wasn't he? Because Bruce Willis ended up in the Expendables. Yep. Like, not a big role, but mm. Statham was a more role. So, you know, put them back together. <clears throat> I'm surprised, like, all, like, <laughs> I mean, I guess it makes sense. It's just, like, the action movie cast, and it's just a rotating cast between all the action movies in Hollywood. Yeah. But you could say the same thing about, like, British movies. It's the same, like, ten oh, British yeah. people, like, <laughs> rotating between all British <laughs> movies. <laughs> <laughs> all right enough talk enough talk <laughs> i got i'm going i'm going to uh i'm going to like a like a holiday lights drive through thing tonight jolly holiday lights yeah probably i guess i don't the know the one at the one in adventureland yeah probably Sorry, i'm targeting where you exactly will be but this <laughs> don't, yeah don't talk to me sean what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> well i've been there they're good and you probably picked a good time to go because during the week that's way less busy yeah and my wife is gonna make us like this parisian hot cocoa so fancy what makes it parisian uh uh shit i don't know (laughs) i gotta i'm drinking a caramel mule right now Ooh. Mm. i i've got myself a uh Buccaneer Arena original lager beer from Confluence. Ooh, yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. We should just turn. I, this I, into I, a I got it mainly podcast. for the can. The can is pretty <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, I saw that. I was like, that literally looks like something that you would buy at a, an arena. Yeah, I've got to get it. <laughs> we should just become a drinking podcast. Sure. We just like it's Ooh. basically hot wings, but instead of wings, it's just alcohol sh- shots and beer and stuff like that. Yep, I'm down. I would do that. We'll do it for the Patreon. We'll do it for the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we will. All right, enough talk. It's time for us to get into the elevator. Bing bong. <laughs> uh, hello, sir. Uh, you riding up with me? I take. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, looking to see, uh, you know, trying to get my uh, movie. Okay, well, uh, I got a lot of money, so give me a good pitch. Oh, really? Well, so imagine this guy in a subway, right? And he's kind of down on his luck, and a man sitting next to him leaves the subway, but accidentally forgets forgets his wallet right next to him. Oh. Oh, no, the wallet's gone. The doors have closed. The subway's leaving. That man's not getting his wallet back again. Get to the next station, miles away. Who is at the very front of the door when it opens? The man who was sitting right next to him grabs his wallet, walks out. This normal guy's like, what have I just witnessed? Follows the man, gets introduced to a world of superheroes. But of course, what exactly are superheroes in the world today? 
when we have billionaires and these powerful elites, what is super speed or super strength really going to do? Imagine the the ethical dilemmas of a superhuman person and what they may have to do to help save the world. What do you think, sir? Well, I would never leave my wallet on the subway because I'm rich, uh, but I also wouldn't ride subway. But do you have a title for the film? This title would be Saving the World with a question mark. <laughs> All right, I'm off the airplane or off the elevator. Bye-bye. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> See ya, sir. <laughs> Just D.B. Cooper this. <laughs> Remember me. <laughs> okay. All right. So so the guy who left his wallet behind, he is a superhero? It's like, Yeah. So this all actually stems from a, uh, a true story, at least part of one, um, in which... So years back, 2015, I was personally studying abroad in London and I was on the tube coming back from an internship. This man was sitting next to me who happened to look very much like the guy who played the thing in the original uh, Fantastic Four. Michael Chiklis. Um, Yes. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Looked very much like him uh, before he became the thing. Uh, He didn't leave a wallet, but he left a hat and I, I looked down and I was like, wow, that man is not getting his hat back. The very next stop, he is right there. The same dude in front of the very right door walks in, grabs his hat, and leaves. And I have forever wondered if I had stopped him and asked how he did it. Like, maybe I would have been brought into a world of superheroes oh, wow. or like, you know, that, that was my, I'm pretty certain that was like my, like, call to adventure that I, I didn't take up. <laughs> that was my chance to be a part of like something amazing and I didn't take it. I stayed seated and I always wondered what would have happened if I had said, you know, reached out and been like, how did you do that? I, I need to learn. So. Wow. That is yeah. incredible. That's a huge what if. Like, yeah. Like how did right, you do right? that? <laughs> I, I really don't. It's, it has been a question in my mind for years. It's either the stops weren't far and he realized it and sprinted. A, a Michael Chiklis like person sprinted oh. faster than a subway. Yeah, that's the thing. The subway moves like, right. pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, you got like the fucking like ticket, ticket like uh, turnstiles or whatever. <laughs> right. Or he had a twin and they were just messing with me. Could have been either one. I like the first one. <laughs> Jacob, <laughs> Jacob, can I ask you an honest question? And if you want me to, I can edit it out of the episode. Yes. H- how high were you? <laughs> I was I was coming off of work. Like okay. I was completely 100% sober. So you were blitzed. You were like <laughs> you're like, the second you step out that office door, you just, like, <laughs> just blaze up. <laughs> wow. That is incredible though. I mean, it'd be hilarious if they were just twins. They just did that the whole time. (laughs) Just on the subway to mess with people. Yeah, what if you were just on, like... the time, right? What if you were basically on the British version of uh, Impractical Jokers? (laughs) (laughs) Very possible. And they just didn't, like, reveal themselves. Yeah. They're like, ha-ha, we got him. (laughs) Because I definitely... I, I I looked around like the rest of the car. No one else like noticed. Everyone else was just like on their phones or like reading a book. And I'm just like looking around like, 
did no one else just experience what I just saw? And so part of me thinks too, like I might've been like in that realm where it's like the gray space of a different universe, you know, and yeah. just like crossed a little bit of, you know, it kind of sounds like something that would be in the matrix. And speaking of which today's podcast is brought to you by matrix Re- <laughs> Re- resurrections or whatever. No, I'm fucking kidding. I wish. Please. Keanu. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like I wouldn't even ask for payment. I would just ask to be like, meet Keanu. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That'd be pretty cool. All right. <laughs> okay. So this is a pretty amazing, like setup. Like, yeah, it's like simple, but crazy enough that you're like, Whoa. right. Yeah. And, and, and I, I went further beyond that with like, okay, now there are superhumans in this world but we have so many superhero movies where they can use their superpowers to save the world so often and just kind of bust their way through it and somehow it works. And I'm like, how I kind of looked at like, you know, today's world where like, how could a superhero actually take down a powerful elite, you know, someone who is so well connected in, in today's day. And I was like, I, I bet that would be so hard, so much harder than, you know, anything you could really just make up. So I kind of thought of this guy, you know, coming into this world and coming, you know, being faced with a bunch of supers who don't really, not heroes, you know, they don't really do much. Maybe they do a few things for their own sake and maybe occasionally, you know, save someone from about to get hit by a bus or something, but they're not, saving the world or anything and so i thought this could be a kind of a every man brings hope to a hopeless okay so community. okay um so so your idea is that the main character who discovers this world of superhumans mm-hmm. decides to become a hero and to fight like basically Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk. <laughs> yes, exactly. A real I, I didn't world. Know if, I didn't know Luther. if you wanted to say their name. No, fuck so those like... people. <laughs> fuck those people. I don't give a shit. Like, good, good. Um, no, exactly. The Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk's, where it's like, he and I was thinking very much of a team up, where you know, it's the the non super guy is he's the driving force, but he, he gets, you know, a super strong guy and a super speedy guy and all these other, you know, kind of superheroes mm-hmm. and they find a way to do He's like Batman. He's like Batman. <laughs> yes. And he, and he like <laughs> organizes with... the super, like the Superman, the Wonder Woman. Right. Exactly. Exactly. He just does not have Jeff Bezos, Batman, like money. Yeah. <laughs> like money. <laughs> All right. Um, I mean, Je- <laughs> I will say, Jacob, this is not the first time Jeff Bezos has been a villain in a What a Pitch episode. So. <laughs> oh, good. Good, you're, good. You're good. You're good. <laughs> it's a good theme. <clears throat> it is a good theme. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I feel like we can start at the best place to start. So, okay. So, so, he, so he meets this guy who gets his wallet back from the train at a different stop mm-hmm. and it's like holy fuck how'd you do that and he's like mm-hmm. oh i have superpowers and like right do so is there some sort of like underground society for the supers at this point do they like 
are they like connect? Is there like a Facebook page? I definitely felt like it. <laughs> like at least a Facebook group, if not, you know, some sort of. Uh, they have a like they have a, a Discord channel. Discord channel. <laughs> or like some sort of um, uh, in uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You know, there's like the 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 gang who all kind of like meet up in the underground. I don't know cage that they're in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been a while, um, but uh, you know, maybe it's an AA group for superheroes or <laughs> I like it <laughs> something of that sort you know where where they do know of each other and know that there are others around and definitely just talk about how they can't do anything even though they have these amazing powers and life seems so shit. is it is it that they can't do anything or is that they just like don't want to i feel as though like many of them have tried have like we could even do some kind of montage where we kind of flash back to all of them trying to do something to to help but kind of just get foiled and realize that like yeah uh, me robbing a bank to give to a you know a shelter didn't help or um you know trying to be super speedy and i don't know break into a some sort of facility and crack some sort of code and then you know the cyber is out there and yeah so like a lot of these are like robin hood type types right and they definitely they definitely tried and realized no matter what they seem to do the power and the wealth you know the wealth can just keep staying a, one step ahead of them mm. can can foil them almost at every turn that um almost as if money is the real power in the world mm-hmm. and, okay. and yeah i i actually how you talked about it, how it's like an aa group i actually kind of imagine something where like they're in their circle and they're like talking about like they have those flashbacks mm-hmm. and, and like it's part of that meeting like they're like discussing about their flashbacks and we're like imagining it as they talk about it. Yeah. Right. That's, that's cool. <clears throat> right. And, and some of them can be kind of fun where it's like, it kind of reminds, there's like a, in the Incredibles uh, to, at the beginning to stop some robbers, he like rips a tree out of the ground. Mr. Incredible rips a tree out of the ground and like hits the car. And I could just imagine like someone doing that, but then the cops being like, okay, well, we're going to fine you. you know, like, <laughs> right. We're going to arrest yeah. you for destroying like this public park and kind of thing. And, Exactly. Things like that where, um, yeah, you know, the, the super speedy guy goes to try to turn back time by, you know, running backwards or the other way around the world. And all, all he really does is, is get winded. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, God damn it. (laughs) Just exhausted. (sighs) Um, um, yeah, there's kind of like this idea of that lawful doesn't equal moral. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And, and so, yeah, they're, they're down on their dump in the dumps and, and just now they really just are consigned to, Hey, we're, we're super powered, but the most I can do is 
type an email really quick. Yeah. Get like, get my wallet from the train. If I left. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Get my wallet from the train. Um, I think that's interesting. I think that I feel like that's something that hasn't really been covered in a lot of superhero media. Right. Right. I was thinking that too. It was kind of a turning of, you know, what we see in superheroes where you know, it's more of them finding themselves and then saving the world Mm -hmm. where I think this could very much be that in some ways, you know, they can, you know, find their hope again, but instead it begins where they know they're super powered and they just can't seem to save the world that they thought they would be able to. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think yeah, I think that's a really strong idea. Um, how do we get to like their resolution to fight Jeff Bezos? How do we like, get to that? Like, so, yeah, like it feels like we're missing something. Like, where, where right? We're where's missing that a few. Yeah, I definitely feel like we first have to kind of follow our main protagonist and mm-hmm. see him first. And I was thinking him first very much in a just every man role he he wakes up he puts on the same clothes you know he he opens his closet and it's like 10 blue shirts and 10 khaki pants kind of thing Mm -hmm. um he goes and gets the same coffee and he goes to his work his work is some menial job he goes on the subway and and it's kind of that and he's he's just like man that's this is life you know, oh, he goes and at, at night he buys something off of Amazon and the Amazon package comes, you know, and it's broken or something. He tries to deal with Amazon help and it's not very helpful, things of that sort. And so then we get into then that, that crossing of the threshold where he's on the, on the train, on the subway, and then he meets the guy. Then I think, you know, he follows him follows him to the AA meeting realizes, Oh crap, there are people here who can help. But then, you know, he hears the stories. Um, I, I, at first thought he was going to confront the man right there on the train. But my thought that I had just now was that he actually follows the guy to the AA meeting and then is kind of secretive. Then when he finds out, Oh, there's these people, he kind of can pop in and be like, Hey, this is like we could do something here and or maybe all of the stories have been they've been trying to do things alone and he kind of gets them into like team them up and be like we could do something if we team up here's the problem that you had here here's the problem that you had here if we can team up together and then they go on smaller missions first like instead of going straight at bezos they first go at the middle manager of some <laughs> company, you know, and, and help, help the, the employees under them, you know, get better, yeah. uh, you know, benefits or something like that. And they, they move up in the world on, on these little missions and they start to realize, Hey, we can, we can do this. And it's, I'm not sorry. Like, I don't want to compare it to this movie, but it just, it sounds a lot like fight club. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Does it? Let, there let are me parts. Say, I, I was going to say, this guy sounds like a Coach Carter type of situation. 
He's coming in, Coach Carter, and these 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 bums. All all the best movies do take from you know Fight all the best media takes from Fight Club. Yeah, <laughs> Jurassic Park. It's just Fight Club with dinosaurs. This is, this is my club. <laughs> uh, um, um, I actually like the idea of the middle manager. What if they're like? What if like their first missions are like non-destructive, and it's just to do something to help. Um, like pe- like uh, workers who are trying to unionize, and, right? And, and and it's not so much like you said. One person like tried to steal uh, money from a bank to like you know insert you know good charitable act here that you need money mm-hmm. for to like pay off a school's lunch debt. Which yeah. it's right. like, why do elementary school children have lunch debt in the richest country in the history of humankind? Who knows? But, you know, whatever. Right. And then when they find out that when they tried to pay off the debt, it actually didn't go towards the debt at all. The kids were still in debt and the money went into the pocket of some superintendent. Yeah, yeah. and Yeah, uh, because there are superintendents who embezzle money from like school funds and stuff like that. Yeah, so. Right, right. um, Um, So what if they tried to do... Sorry, go ahead. That was just something that really popped into my mind as well was they could find that even though they were super powered, it may not always be the, the skill, that power that they have that works, that helps. Mm-hmm. That maybe they can help a group of Starbucks employees unionize, not nice. by running fast around the world or, you know, punching a union buster but instead by canvassing and like speaking good about what unions can do and and you know promoting the the idea and actually doing something that any human could do yeah uh, yeah and with I, a little bit of you know i just imagine a with scene, a little someone, bit of powers i imagine a scene someone punches a union buster like, oh buddy not now not now buddy <laughs> <laughs> hold back gregory just hold back we gotta actually canvas this can't use force all the time um so that was it um <laughs> i is this movie because so far we've talked about a lot of very serious issues um is we this movie is this movie dramatic is it co- is it like kind of like a a dark well, maybe not a dark comedy but like a dramedy kind of i would like there to be comedy aspects in there and i definitely feel like sometimes the best way to go and you know speak to power like that is through comedy it usually is a little bit more palatable Mm-hmm. with there being comedy um which is interesting when it comes to you know like a team up movie you can definitely have very interesting characters um especially with powers my thought immediately is to get Kumail Nanjiani somewhere in there I mean, he's ripped now, and we haven't really seen <laughs> we haven't really seen him be really ripped. Like Eternals, kind of hid that from us. He didn't even and, take his uh, shirt off, not once. Um, oh, really? Yes. Yeah. And so, like, we could definitely get a little bit of that into the movie. Um, 
that was just one person I thought of, and he he just brings natural comedy anywhere. I mean, anything. you. I mean, we'll get to the cast list eventually, but you talked about how uh, right, right, right. The real life guy you met in the London Tube looked like Michael Chiklis. I was thinking, like, huh, what if like John C. Riley is the speedster? <laughs> right. Yes. Exactly. Things that are just very strange. We get like <laughs> Michael Sarah as like the the strong man. <laughs> or something of that sort. Yeah, I was um, gonna say. Yeah, I was gonna say Anna Kendrick as like the strong woman or something. Ooh, you know, some tiny ooh. girl. Right. Right. Oh, like all their powers are like oxymoronic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, some. Yeah. Like a Douglas or some large man is like the one who's really slender and can slide in between places or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Can, he can he can actually like morph his body it's the rock but he chooses yeah. he chooses to look like michael J- yeah he chooses to look huge <laughs> he can morph his body but he chooses to look like michael chicklet is maybe one of the meanest things i've ever heard in my life oh man i i i do like that i think you have a good point about how comedy is a really you said palatable as a as a great word is a palatable way to speak truth to power and right mm-hmm. yeah um it's just interesting to try to find the comedy in it and i think it's a lot of more of like the situational um kind of in the scenes themselves being comedy i don't think always the points and the overall story mm-hmm. is comedic but you can definitely put make the scenes funny especially when we have the flashbacks to their failures that can be that should have people rolling um on that um so yeah now we have to figure out how we really get from taking on a middle manager helping a union moving on up to jeff bezos who i imagine is on a yacht jeffrey bezos um, no, he's on it. Wouldn't he be on his penis flight, you know, just flying he might around be there? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I actually think this is a great way for them starting to do, like, our main character comes in and organizes them to use their powers for good things that aren't inherently, that, that can't be criminal, you know, like right. assisting a union, you know? Right. Um, or... Maybe, you know, instead of stealing from a bank to try to pay off debt, they can actually just, I don't know, bring food to a school or mm-hmm. help out at a after school events and be able to help the kids in that way. Mm-hmm. Or um, like um, how Native American um, tribes are trying to stop these pipelines being built across their lands. You know, maybe the superpowered person is just like, you know what? I have a right to like stand here and you can try and bulldoze me if you want. And we just have like a scene where Anna Kendrick is literally just like standing there eating a sandwich as a bulldozer is like breaking its engine, trying to run her over. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that would be, that's hilarious. That's yeah. hilarious. So like things that can't be criminal, um, but are still like good. Um, and I actually think that's a good way to bring in about our villain, um, Jeff Bezos, because um because um like we're kind of like they're getting hit where it hurts you know and and their money you know right suddenly they're paying workers more money you know suddenly um 
someone's helping out, you know, small businesses and all of a sudden small businesses are booming because around the, around the country. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They just decide to like do free sponsorship for local businesses. (laughs) And so suddenly people are eating at local businesses instead of fast food chains, you know? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and we're, they're hitting them that in these small places and all of a sudden, you know, we get the occasional, occasional scene of Jeff Bezos on his yacht being like, Shaking, wire stock shaking <laughs> we gotta <laughs> take these guys down we gotta we gotta do something and of course building himself his own like mech suit you know where he, <laughs> he gets becomes... into the final battle with anna kendrick <laughs> <laughs> little do we know that michael chiklis can also just transform himself into his own giant mech <laughs> <laughs> But his head is still Michael still Chiklis. <laughs> he actually gets smaller as the mech. <laughs> um, fuck, that's funny. Uh, yeah, so like, so suddenly Jeffrey Jeffrey Bezos um, reckon <laughs> is like sign showing up in this, bud. No, no, it, it's a it's from Bo Burnham's Inside. He like oh, has okay. a song about. Oh, he's yeah. like, Come on, Jeffrey, you can do it. Do the work, put your back into whatever. <laughs> he calls him Jeffrey. He calls him Jeffrey a bunch. So right. he does. He he does. Um, but Jeff Bezos suddenly like they got his attention, and so he, maybe he can try retaliating how he knows. You know, buying off politicians, or, you know, buying off lawmakers to be like, hey, you know, we should force these people to like get um licensed or you know fucking like. Like you have right. to be recognized by the government and and over controlled because I'm paying you to do that, but you can't do that with me. The speedster can get people to the polls very quickly, ah, uh, and that's how they take out any of the corrupt. <laughs> Are uh, we gonna have something where like Alexandria Ocasio Cortez is like a she can control people's minds or something? <laughs> <laughs> that's a joke. That's a joke. Um. Um, and that you know, then all of a sudden, the people who he had in his pocket are no longer in office, no. and it's better people there. And you know, change is happening slowly. And Jeff is realizing he's losing the gr- the grip he had once on the world. And of course, he's like, "Fucking gotta to- kill him." <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. He goes straight. He goes straight to the only way I can do this is is murder. And you can't arrest and- me because I'll just go to space. Right, and I'll go to space. Um, he can either make himself into a mech, or he, you know, gets a satellite that. Ooh, he's like talking, you know, we talking golden eye here. <laughs> <laughs> the, you know the very uh, troped satellites that can take out individual targets whenever it wants, or you know, a satellite itself that just takes out the whole world. Because if I can't control it, then no one can. Ooh. you know sense. kind of then all of a sudden then all of a sudden it becomes what was once we were doing these small things to help the world and hey change is happening to oh wow now there's an actual super villain here who is once just a strange rich dude has now become <laughs> the villain and we have a, a a world crisis on our hands and now comes the chance and the time 
that we can actually use our, our superpowers. Uh, you know, yeah. You gotta. <laughs> yeah. I, do, I do actually like that. It's like a great no, like good. build up to like a final battle. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, hey, we've just been good this whole time. Now we get to like fuck shit up. You know, <laughs> like right. We they started off trying to just fuck shit up, but then our everyman realized, hey, we can. You all have talents beyond just your supers, and you can do something beyond that world starts getting better and then we get to now we can fuck shit up because we did the the work beforehand mm-hmm. and now we can fuck shit up so is the main character is he because he doesn't have superpowers is he just like in a base somewhere just talking on the microphone to everyone to their to the i bet, he, I bet like, he's their social media manager as well <laughs> <He's a social> <laughs> media. <laughs> I very well thought there's that. And then, you know, in the final battle, he had been behind the scenes, you know, Mm. at a base talking, things are getting good. They're getting a bigger base and he's starting to, you know, maybe he has a little bit of a team. And then in the final battle, something happens that brings him out from there. Hell yeah. Sudden now he, who is not supered has to go up against this big problem and of course, I mean he's our hero. He's, yeah. he's gonna find a way. But um, <clears throat> now, is Jeff Bezos gonna die, or is he gonna just be humiliated? Basically, what's what's gonna happen? I, like what I, ep- what happens after? I don't think he should die because I don't think so either. I think there should be a post credit scene where we zoom out from Earth and like fly to like Mars or the Moon, and there's <laughs> Jeff Bezos in like his little colony, like 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 he's colonized like either the moon or mars and he's like i'll get you <laughs> set up for a sequel. i thought it, he'd just be working flipping burgers at mcdonald's or something like, no, he's, he's, I, <laughs> I love the moon slash mars colony but i want it to be very like like the tr- the struggles that it would actually be in today's day to do a mars or a moon colony where it'd be like he's trying to plant potatoes on Mars. <laughs> That's amazing. And he like pulls one out and it's like a shriveled little like bean of a potato. <laughs> he's like, I'll get you. <laughs> That's good. I was going to say, he's like, it, it, that's great. I also was thinking, I was like, he's like, on, he's colonized Mars, but he's the only one there. So like, he has to do everything for himself <laughs> instead of paying people to do things for him. So he, so he, he is flipping deliver. burgers. But he's yeah, like, he's true. like, <laughs> maybe it's zero G, so the burger himself. just flips away. <laughs> Sorry, what'd you say, Durs? He's delivering a package for himself. Like he's taking it from like, <laughs> some building and he's like running over to his house. And- he has like cabin fever from being a. <laughs> It's just like an empty box, and he's like, oh, it's a guitar! And he's like, pretending to play a guitar that isn't there. He's losing his mind. Oh, that's great. I, I love this. I, um, I, uh, so, kind of another sequel idea I have is like, so, <laughs> we're going to bring you back for another episode later. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, another episode great great (laughs) um uh, like an idea for a sequel so like we kind of talked about how like 
there is a political side to this, like representatives and like voters and stuff like that. Uh, what if at the end of the movie, because of their mm-hmm. big battle, like the Congress just like labels them like war criminal, you're terrorists. And like, so that's how the movie <clears throat> ends. <laughs> yeah. Big stamp. Biden that would be stamps where it's like picture with big red, you know, rubber stamps as terrorist. Red, like yeah, absolutely. Where you know they actually did save the world, but them themselves have now got plastered onto the. You know they were doing the small things. No one really knew of these people or had much talk. Um, and now all of a sudden they are superheroes. They are there. Mm-hmm. They're in the national media, and that could definitely be something with a sequel where it's either they're terrorists, but they're very popular terrorists where it's like people constantly like uh, social media and paparazzi constantly trying to like find them. And they're constantly trying to run. Um, Also brought me to an idea of when they're in their low levels, I definitely feel like there needs to be a conspiracy theorist guy who is convinced that there are supers among us. (laughs) <laughs> but has never been able to prove it. Okay. And I feel like he needs to be brought in somehow in, 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 in some way where he's like, I know this is real. And he has like a little, you know, his own podcast or YouTube where he's like, I know for a fact, I saw a man run at the speed of light. Like, I, and they're like, but how can you see it? It's like, I know it. I know these people exist. <laughs> and he's going crazy. And eventually he's like, vindicated he's like yes they're real <laughs> they're here <laughs> like um and then he becomes you know our, our our main heroes like page or like intern their league historian their league historian, league historian. <laughs> that'd be great <laughs> yeah I, I i like that idea i also like uh, you could also have the guy just uh like be on a park bench the whole time uh and then like finally at the end of the film film or whatever he's like i fucking told you so or whatever <laughs> like, like i got it right and because it's like i imagine it's like an old guy so it's with like his grandson right. or something who is just like no grandpa you are senile and then he's frozen <laughs> wrong and it would be funny too if he's you know on a bench just like t- talking to his kid about this conspiracy or like in yeah. multiple places too where it's like as he's talking, that's when the action's happening around him, and he's completely missing oh, what's yeah. happening. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, this has got to be a true... And, uh, and uh, <laughs> no, you're crazy, Grandpa. Wow. You know, a, a tree's getting just completely obliterated by <laughs> Anna Kendrick. Yeah. I like that's that. Good. I like that a lot. Um, I don't... I don't have a lot of questions. I think like this laid out really well. I think Mm -hmm. all the ideas are there. I think it's really strong. Yeah, me too. It starts from a real story. And, you know, that's another thing we can market it based off a true story. It is. (laughs) Texas Chainsaw Massacre. This actually happened. Yeah. (laughs) Parts of this story are true. (laughs) Which parts? You got to figure it out yourself. You got to figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh no i like it too i definitely came here with a pretty loose idea and it's definitely found its way and it's 
and that's what I was I was hoping for. So, yay. <laughs> um, I do have a question about how many super like supers are we gonna have, and what are the, all their powers gonna be? Because right now I think we have three. We have super speed, super strength, and like. My, Michael Chiklis. Michael Chiklis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that the is... The guy who chooses to be Michael Chiklis. <laughs> the guy who chooses. <laughs> you gotta specify. Well, that'll be a joke in the movie. It's like, <laughs> my name is Melvin Graham. Why do you look exactly like Michael Chiklis? <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, this is who I want to look like. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we've got those three. Um ooh. Let's see. We could definitely have someone who goes invisible. Okay. Um, um, you said you wanted Kumail Nanjiani. Yeah. I kind of have... It's it's kind of... I don't know why I thought of this, but what if he has the power to make people do what he say? Except, I was definitely thinking of something like that. But he can only make them do what he says when he says it sarcastically. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. That, that, that'd be great. <laughs> that would be really, that would really add some, that would be great because he could, I would love a scene where he's like talking to, to guards and like just having just like a back and forth conversation where he's just sarcastically getting them to do exactly what, what he wants. And of course, and of course the, uh, the failure when he first fails is he doesn't quite realize that he has to do it sarcastically. So he's, he thinks he can, you know, do this and then he gets arrested because he tries to convince someone to break into the FBI or something like that. Yeah. And it doesn't work out. Well, and, ad- and then additionally, you only use sarcasm when you're telling someone to do something you don't want them to do. Right. So he's like, mm-hmm. so he's with those guards and he's like, oh yeah, I want you to point your guns at me and shoot me. And then they'll point the guns. And he's like, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that would be, that'd be great. There is nothing good in that. Um, okay. I, okay. Invisibility. And then invisibility. How many, how many supers are you going for? Um, that's a good question. I mean, I definitely felt when, you know, when you're in an AA, 10 seems to be like, I say when you're in an AA, like I've ever been in an AA. <laughs> I should reiterate, I have not, I have not but uh, <laughs> um, in the movies, when they're in one of those, you know, meetings, there's, there's usually about group. 10 people mm-hmm. around there. And not all of them have to be like huge doing something, you know, a big part of it, but definitely around there of 10 now that really you know you get some interesting powers in there you could definitely have someone who is um bulletproof you could have someone who can control the weather do you want anyone to fly i was definitely thinking about that we could have someone who could fly um I feel like they would need to have like a stipulation in in their flight abilities. Okay. So they could cool. only they can only fly like like maybe a few feet off the ground. I was going to say like 10 feet off the ground. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you get above it. Or they have to fly Go. with their eyes closed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
I have to imagine where I'm going, and I've often run into buildings. <laughs> That's why I wear a helmet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. While I fly, while I fly. While I fly. Not, not all the time. That could be a little insensitive to mentally challenged people. Right, right. Um, hmm. I definitely would love to have, you know, some representation in people who have some sort of, you know, disabilities. I think, you know, having all able-bodied people is one thing, but you could definitely have someone who is in a wheelchair or needs crutches or is deaf or oh um, what if the go ahead what if the person who's deaf has you know sonic abilities well, is that maybe i uh, i think it's good to have representation i think there might be that's like, where you have to really we have to be careful with the uh, careful yes. yeah because like it's like all right, there could be like something to say about like we're making fun of there. Right, and there. you don't want to do that. That's where you have mm. to be really good about about what 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 you mm. do. Yeah. It's like in the in Eternals, the super speedster was deaf and she was deaf. language. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was an actress who was deaf and that just it was really cool. Oh, it's awesome. That she kind was of badass. Yeah. Yeah. Um But yeah, definitely having something of that sort it is definitely one of those things too, where you're like, you, you want to make sure you're portraying them well. Oh, and representing the community. Well, yeah, there's a, we could get the, uh, the shark attack girl from like 15 years ago. And she could be like an Aquaman kind of character. Mm. She's like this. She was the surfer who like, I think she, she got her arm bit off. She, she yeah no she you're, also you're got right. her leg bit off or something like that. i i yeah. went to left shark when you said that <laughs> from the katie perry super bowl so oh was, okay oh, right yeah or yeah. We, ah, we can just get the shark yeah just get the katie some, perry shark costume for some reason my mind went there when you're he's like this is your costume i'm a shark man <laughs> we could definitely have a like a mascot person, like someone who's like dresses up as a mascot and they can do wild stunts while in costume. Oh, but nice. they, can, they can only be in, like they can only be in different <laughs> costumes. Oh, and yeah. these different costumes can like give them different like abilities. Mm. Um, like, you know, the, the mascots, like the uh, Philly fanatic who has that big, like yeah. stomach and he can just kind of like wiggle it around mm-hmm. he can that if he wears that costume he can like bump things with his with his tummy like a mile away just boom <laughs> <laughs> that's actually really great like different costumes give him different abilities but it's right. not the costumes it's the person it's the person right right <laughs> oh man that's, uh-huh. in- that's interesting that would be Oh, he could have he could have a costume that has you know kind of crazy eyes, and all of a sudden he can he can make someone like hypnotized. Yeah, like brain mm. mind control. Mind control. Interesting. I mean, he's definitely getting paired up with Kumail Nanjiani then. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, absolutely. 
<laughs> and he he does he shouldn't ever speak because he's a costumed character. He's a mascot. He he has no verbal lines. Mm-hmm. He is he only he's like always in costume. Right. He only That's communicates in costume. That's really interesting. All right. I think we have. I I I think I'm satisfied for now. I am. I am. Yeah. To bring yeah. you on for the sequel. Oh, good. The squeakle. Squeakle. <laughs> God. All right. Uh, I mean, with all that being said, it's time to move on to the cast list. Cast list. Mm. All right. So we obviously have our main character. Mm-hmm. Jacob, yes. you're a theater major. Do you just want to play the main character? I definitely could. <laughs> I could do it. Nice. You're ready. <laughs> I'm ready for it. You studied the part. <laughs> <laughs> it is based off of me. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually an autobiography or whatever. It's documentary, whatever. Guys, I need to tell you something. There are supers in this world. <laughs> <laughs> I've <Good>. met them. <laughs> tell them to kill Jeff Bezos. Um, <laughs> We're working on it. <laughs> so we have the super speedster who yep. brings you into this world uh, mm-hmm. like a mother uh, <clears throat> Jesus. who do you want to play this character we've talked about these these the actors being oxymoronic to their superpowers mm-hmm. so do, do you want to go that route and choose someone who would not be seen as quick um, one of my thoughts was uh, Eric Stone Street Eric Stone Street, who's that? Um, he plays Modern Family. Modern Family um, is Cam. Cam. Yeah. 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 Otherwise, um, I was I was gonna go with Betty White or Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, Betty White. That's good. Eastwood. Just really old, old people. <laughs> I really love that. Uh, but Betty White would be, I think, better. A Betty White for sure, for sure would be great. Her just just having amazingly quick speed would be hilarious. That oh. would be funny. Those are both, but Betty White or Eric Stone Street, those are those are good. They're both good. Yeah, <clears throat> I bet we could get both of them in here somehow. For sure, I, I would say Eric Stone Street. I just think he would carry carry a movie a bit better, whereas yeah. Betty White fills in a, that's true like a supporting role a bit mm-hmm. yeah that makes sense <clears throat> um we got our super strength p- person we've been talking about anna kendrick it just makes sense makes sense all right shapeshifter michael chiklis <laughs> <laughs> who chooses to be michael chiklis? but not actually michael chiklis like, yeah it's some chiklis. it's some rando so Michael Chiklis exists in this universe and this it's, person just decides to look like Michael Chiklis. Chiklis. I would yes. I would love where someone asks like in like a a post credit scene where they're like what what do you actually look like? Like what did you look like before you, you know, f- got these powers and he transforms himself into like Scarlett Johansson or <laughs> <laughs> Just like an incredibly beautiful woman. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. And they're like, why don't you choose to go with that? Yeah. Feel better as Michael and just comes right back. I feel like Michael Chiklis. Yeah. That'd be hilarious. What, if, what if their superhero name is Michael Chiklis? Michael Chiklis. <laughs> <laughs> we have Superman, Batman, Michael, <laughs> Michael Chiklis. Chiklis. <laughs> 
Mr. Chickless. <laughs> Dr. Chickless. <laughs> Dr. Ch- <laughs> oh, man, that's amazing. I, Kumail Nanjiani as, like, the wisecracking... Sarcastic. Like, yeah, like, he's the comedic relief for a comedy movie, which mm-hmm. makes sense. He is super funny. Right, mm-hmm. right. And but, we, would, we would actually get to show off his body. Mm-hmm. multiple times as yeah, should oh. be done after he put in all that work to get ripped <laughs> yeah like randomly his shirt just like gets like ripped off or burnt off or <laughs> and and they're like how does this keep happening to you <laughs> it's like he goes to like he like he's giving out presents to like underprivileged kids at christmas and he's just like, I, and they're like, this is the only thing we had left. And it's like a slutty Mrs. Claus outfit. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, boy. He, he's like at he's at like one of the polls for you know voting and uh his shirt gets stuck in like the when you put your your t- uh you put your little your ballot card your ballot thank you ballot into the little machine his shirt gets stuck in the machine and like just completely tears off and i was gonna say he gets in a fight with dan crenshaw and dan crenshaw just like rips his shirt <laughs> Uh, <laughs> fuck Dan Crenshaw. Um, I like that. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. does it even, should we even cast who is the, like the mascot? Again, I feel like that would be really funny if he like took his, like some point he takes his head off and it's someone incredibly famous, Nick Cage. <laughs> My mind went to Kevin Hart. <laughs> Kevin Hart, yeah. <laughs> and it's great because we only need them for like a minute. Of yeah, yeah, they're not in it. Because the rest of the time, it's like someone from Cirque du Soleil or something. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> wow. That'd be great. <laughs> I love the idea of, you know, just random cameos like that. It's always a good <laughs> so, trope. Um, for Jeff Bezos, can we do Jesse Eisenberg <laughs> as his Lex Luthor? That's what I was thinking the whole time. It's just Jeff. It's just Jesse. We're at some point we're gonna get Jesse Eisenberg to play every rich modern asshole. He was Mark Zuckerberg. He'll yeah. be Jeff Bezos. Exactly. He'll be Elon Musk. Yeah, easily. My other thought was, I feel like we could actually convince Elon Musk to play Jeff Bezos. <laughs> As you're like, hey, sense. you guys are like best friends in real life, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Except I don't think Eon would ever want to like, uh, like go bald. Yeah. Because as I saw actually today, he for sure got some plugs. He had some like transplant scars and it's like, hey, you're trying too hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, just accept it and shave your head. Yep. <laughs> Not you, Sean. You're still beautiful. Thank you. Um, the rest of us, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For those listening, two thirds of this podcast are bald. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I mean, I'm okay with Elon Musk having a very obvious like skin cap. <laughs> that would be great too. <laughs> like it's just like far too big for his head. <laughs> it's like actually. So, um, did either of you watch the uh, recent Annie on NBC? They did Annie the Musical on NBC. I didn't watch it, but I did like see a whole bunch of advertisements yeah. for it. Yeah. So Harry Connick Jr. is Daddy Warbucks. Yes. And he <laughs> definitely did not shave his head. So he has a very bad bald cap on. Yeah. yeah, I saw the during the Thanksgiving parade, they performed at it. And yeah, I saw that. And I was like, that looks unnatural. Oh, it is. Yeah. Yeah. He looks like Harry a cone head. Yeah. It's like, this is <laughs> uncomfortable. How, uh, how they were good. They were good though. Like they, like they sounded great. No, that's good. I bet it was like really good. Like I'd go back and watch it, but yeah, Michael Connor, Harry Connick Jr. looked <laughs> unnaturally bald. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Um, is there any? Is there anyone else to cast? Oh, the the conspiracy person. Yes, conspiracy person. Uh, hmm. Now this, I think, should be Nick Cage. Hmm. Ooh. <laughs> that would be pretty funny, isn't it? Yeah, Cage? I can see that. <clears throat> I love these. I've been watching like a lot of Nick Cage, like his modern movies nowadays. Ha- have you seen the most uh, recent trailer for, uh, uh, what is it? Something about unbearable talent, living with unbearable talent or something? I haven't seen the trailer, Where but I, I have heard it- of it. Uh, it, trailer just came out, I believe, um, and it's literally Nick Cage playing Nick Cage. Yeah. Oh, really? Like, he's playing himself in this movie, and it feels right. The unbearable weight of massive talent. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I'm so yeah. I'm so excited for this movie. <laughs> Uh, I, I actually just watched the trailer for it uh, right before we got on here, and it looks very good. Yeah, he has a he has a movie where it's basically Five Nights at Freddy's, and Nick Cage is the security guard. Ooh! And so um. he has to like fight these like haunted animatronics at like this Chuck E. Cheese ripoff. It's amazing. He doesn't say a single word the entire movie as well. It's awesome. That is that's impressive. Wow, that's great. That's Love how you. It. That's how you write a movie. No dialogue. <laughs> um. All right. So, is there anyone else to cast? I mean, I'm sure Big Hollywood will put some kind of love interest in there, but we don't need to do that at the moment. Yeah, Olivia Munn. Done. Done. <laughs> you get okay. Quick, quick question. Do you guys know? Like, can you picture Olivia Munn in your head right now? Like, do you know what she looks like? Yeah. So, I cannot. I was watching, I started watching New Girl with my wife, with Kim, and working through it. And, like, there's one episode. I'm like, Nick is, like, falling in love with this girl at this bar. And I'm just like, who is this lady? Like, I know she's famous, but I don't know who it is. And we get to the end of the episode. I'm like, oh, that was Olivia Munn? And my wife's like, yeah, duh. And I'm like, what? <laughs> it's like, everyone knows what it looks like. I can't tell you what she looks like. I, I mean, 
I, whatever. I, I, and then my wife's like, yeah, she always has like a bitch face, basically. Or her emotions never change. I think that's maybe what she said, not a bitch face. But like her emotions never change. I was like, oh, okay. I, I had no idea. I guess I don't watch too many Olivia Munn uh, properties. <laughs> whatever. Sorry, that was a weird sidebar, but it just made me remember that. <laughs> I, I can't pick out Olivia Munn. <clears throat> there are definitely like... Um actors that are like that where you're like i i know the name <laughs> but if you put them up in the lineup i wouldn't be able to pick them out mm-hmm. yeah i think i feel that way about penelope cruz i, I think i could pick her out i could <laughs> pick out penelope cruz i don't think i could i'd be like you know, I, if I think I always think of Selma Hayek, I think that's my. Problem. Oh shit! Oh, yeah. That's who I was thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of uh, what was it? Uh, Stranger Tides, uh, the pirate, and Selma Hayek. Oh yeah, and Selma that, Hayek, not Penelope Cruz. That is no. exactly. Yep, I was thinking of Selma Hayek. Some bitch. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Um, you know, if if uh, Johnny Depp just went like completely normal, like just cut his hair like a normal just like a, a normal haircut and like shaved his face i would have no idea who he was i'd be like that's fair you have you could be anyone i would have, yeah yeah i i could see that that's because he's usually always wolves <clears throat> yeah yeah that's probably why i uh was so surprised when he showed up at the end of 21 jump street i was like johnny Depp, right <laughs> right have you seen Jonah Hill recently? Sorry, we're going off on a bit of a tangent, but have you seen Jonah Hill recently? I thought I saw a picture of him and I was like, what's going on? It doesn't have like dreads and like a bunch of tattoos. It's like multiple tattoos. It's like, when did he have time for this? It was like a year ago. He was. Is he still skinny? Uh, I mean, I feel like he's kind of coming. The he lost pendulum the... is. The pendulum's swinging a little bit back, it seems. Okay, because I remember yeah. there was like a point where he lost a ton of weight. A ton of weight, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think Yeah, I think he's gained some of it back, but he's not as big as what he was. Yeah. <laughs> right. I like, I can't even remember the last movie I've seen with Jonah Hill in. Like, he, he directed mid-90s, I think like 2019. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I've like seen him in. He was in that show Maniac with um Emma Stone. Emma Stone. But that was like I mean that was like what four four years ago? Yeah, three or four for sure. It's been on my Netflix watch list for at least that long. <laughs> <laughs> don't look up. It's in post production. So oh, that's the Scorsese. No, not the Scorsese. The um Adam McKay. The, yeah, Adam McKay, the big short about movie mm. about climate crisis. Uh, all right. Yeah, he hasn't really been. I'm looking it up. The Beach Bum. I don't even know what that it doesn't look like. A That's stoner a comedy movie? film in 2019. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, he, he hasn't done much at all. He's like, I, like, I love like real actor Jonah Hill, but like just throw in like a Seth Rogen movie here and there. Come on! Yeah. Don't don't forget yeah. your roots. Don't don't forget where you came from, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but no, I think we were pretty well casted um, throughout. Yeah, this was a weird Jonah Hill tangent. 
<laughs> I don't even remember how we got here. We're just... I totally just took us on a tangent on that one. Um, That's okay. Uh, all right. Well, I think it's time to move on to the trailer. Bing bong. Bing um, bong. Um, Bing bong. <laughs> okay. Bing bong. Okay, that's four. I did one and you did three. <laughs> I think that's enough bing bongs. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm happy we're doing the podcast. In a world where a simple man is riding the subway and then realizes a man is just lost his wallet and came back and got it in one stop. Oh, I'm glad I uh, found my wallet again. I almost lost this. I would have been in, in deep doo-doo without it. Oh, my God. That, that man just went from one stop to another on a train. I've got to follow him. And where so could, he stumbles where this man be? And he stumbles upon a secret unknown lair with loser superpower people that just don't have enough hope right now to see the light. So, yeah, I uh, tried to steal money from a bank so I could pay off some kid's lunch debt. But what do you know? I he told the guards, like, hey, punch your gun. Why don't you shoot me with your <coughs> guns? And then they pulled out their guns and started shooting at me. And I was like, no, this isn't what I meant to do. And so, he- yeah. And- <laughs> oh, go, go. <laughs> yeah. And uh, one time I, uh, me, Michael Chiklis, was uh, uh, trying to uh, pretend to be Jeff Bezos himself. Until I really had to fart it, and then I became Michael Chiklis again. Eh. And so, our, our lead, uh, Jacob, decides and figures out that they just need the right leader. Wait, guys, guys, you've got it wrong. You have amazing abilities beyond just your superpowers. You could be great just by being you. Oh, you know, you know what, guys? I th- I think we should give him a shot. Listen, hear what he says has to say, and uh, really give it the the, the good old try. <laughs> and so they start off on the lower table, trying to help out the common man at a with a who have who have a terrible middle manager. Yeah, fuck John Deere. <laughs> Unionize. <laughs> He made thirteen million dollars while y'all got laid off. Have no pensions. Have no retirement plans. Your all your backs are broken. Fuck him. I'm on a Kendrick. I'm putting a big cement block in the way of the production line so they can't uh, force their accountants and office workers to do your jobs while you're trying to fight for better positions in life. While he makes all the money in the world. Fuck that dude. I'm on a Kendrick. (laughs) <laughs> and so they realize they can put their use their powers for good and so they keep marching up the ladder and doing better and better things but disturbing the one man no one wants to disturb jeff bezos oh my god they've finally done it they've finally figured out my one weakness grassroots power uh, hello, Mr. Be- Bezos. Are you ready for your uh, uh, mud bath? Give me one second, Javier. Okay. <laughs> and so they realize they must take down Jeff Bezos to return order and the money to the people of the world. 
oh my gosh, guys, uh, Jeff Bezos built a giant uh, mech. I think we're going to have to take it down. Yeah, fuck that guy! Okay, Anna, there's no, there's no need for that kind of language. I am a mech, and I'm going to take you down and destroy you so I can still have my power. Michael Chiklis, more like mech old Chiklis. <laughs> and so we've come to find out whether our hero is able to lead this team of ragtag superheroes uh, to the top. Guys, guys, I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to be behind the scenes. You shouldn't be putting me out here in front of a mech. Oh, what, what am I supposed to do? You're our leader. Lead us into battle against this laser-toting robot. Well, all right then. <laughs> to war! <laughs> so join us this summer. To come see, I forgot the movie title again, guys. Saving the world? Come see this summer in a theater near you or streaming. See, er, what is the title? Saving the world? Come see Saving the World? Hi, I'm Joe, President Joe Biden, and you just stopped a giant mech that was shooting lasers into America? But some of you aren't white. You're terrorists. Boom. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> and that's our movie, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, thank you for listening to What a Pitch. Jacob, we're at the end of the episode. This is the time when we talk about how people can support you and pass this episode. Yeah, how can they can support me past this episode? Well, um, if you can support me, go uh, to a funeral home and uh, buy funeral insurance and then call me <laughs> at my company and I'll talk to you about what it's about. <laughs> that's, nice. that's how you can support me. Um, otherwise, um, continue you know, to listen to podcasts like What a Pitch and uh, just live well. Because if we can have more people who can live well, Maybe we can do something good about about all this, you know? Wow. Sean, yeah. your turn. All right. I am not as inspirational as that. Uh, this is what I've got. Uh, check out the Pandering Talk here shortly. The, later this week or next week, we will be releasing. Jordan and I did a movie review, a film review, uh, such as the Fast Cast and the Bond Cast. But we've actually removed... We, reviewed a christmas a love christmas film so we reviewed a castle for christmas starring brooke shields and the guy who starred in robin hood men in tights so check that out and see how we thought of it not great (laughs) carrie elwes yes (laughs) the lead how far that man has fallen uh so check that out uh next week also we have uh, the Graham uh, on Wednesday at Teehee's Comedy Club, 8 p.m. You should come to that if you're listening. It's going to be a super fun time. Got some great contestants. And finally, we have a Patreon pandering, and it's just a pandering talk Patreon. I, don't, I still don't really understand Patreon that well, but give us money, I guess. Uh, there's some type of things. We have some merch stuff that you can get. I'm not, again, sure how that exactly works, but check it out. So you can tell me how it works. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I will finish up by saying, please follow uh, What a Pitch on Facebook and Twitter at P O D W A P, um, and also follow Pandering Talk uh, on all the social medias as well. 
And please subscribe, rate, and review both Pandering Talk and What a Pitch. Um, all those help our statistics. Um, should we potentially try to do anything actually businesslike with these podcasts? Um, those would be a great help. Uh, and it would also show that, you know, people like our show and that would feel really good. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Daniel Cutler, K-U-T-T-L-E-R. Don't follow me anywhere else. Um, and the last thing I'll say is um, a, f- a couple of days before this recording, uh, the tornadoes uh, went through and struck uh, and did a ton of damage to a lot of states uh, uh, more south of us from Iowa. Um, and there were a few um, businesses, one of them, an Amazon warehouse where the management told the workers that if they left the where, if they left their place of business to avoid the tornadoes, that they would be fired. And those places got demolished and some people died. Um, so while we spent an episode, you know, making jokes about big business, about capitalism, about specifically Jeffrey Bezos, um, I don't want to make light of those situations. Those are awful situations. And while Jeff Bezos didn't himself tell those people to stay there and get hit by the tornado, um, people, Jeffrey Bezos and people like Jeff Bezos have cultivated um, a kind of business first mentality in America that has devalued a lot of lives. And in this specific instance led to the actual death of some families um, so, you know, us here at Pandering Talk and What a Pitch, um, our support goes back to those people. Um, but also there is no job worth your life. You know, I, I know a lot of people struggle uh, with that nowadays that like having to work and pay bills, but there is always another job. Um, there is always someone else hiring and there are a lot of places that are hiring that, have a lot of good to them as well. Um, So just remember, you know, if you are feeling pressured by your job to do something that would put you at risk, that would put people you love at risk or anything, just remember the job is not worth your life. Um, With that being said, thank you for listening. Thank you, Jacob, for joining us. Uh, And thank you for listening to What? (laughs) (laughs) Bye. <laughs> ah. Bye-bye.